Hello, friends. Welcome again to another episode of the Pollock Podcast. I am Jared Cornut, joined by the Bearded Dragon, Matt Hensley. Matt, how are you today? Man, I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm actually feeling like I put on a legendary conference last week, and uh, but I am, I am catching up on some sleep. I've caught up, I believe. I've caught up as much as I am going to catch up, but it is so good to be back in the great Republic of Texas. Save one thing. It's hot, brother. It's very it hot. Oh, so hot, man. Like, I was getting a little spoiled up there in, uh, or over there in Anaheim. Uh, that, you know, 80 degree high, man, that's nice right about now because I, I came home and like we felt it. <clears throat> the moment we got in that like jet bridge thing in between the plane, dude, it was just stifling. And uh, so it's just, man, it's hot. It's yeah, hot. we. Uh, I was in California for 12 days, so I was very spoiled and about melted my face off uh, via Indiana Jones when yeah. I got back. But hey, the annual meeting's over. We survived. We're back in Texas. Uh, I was at my church on Sunday preaching. Ooh. We were at First Farmersville Sunday hearing the word by our newly elected SBC president, Bart Barber. And so let's let's talk a little bit about the annual meeting, Matt. Uh, let's start off with the pastors conference. You obviously uh, were the president of that you led that. Uh, what'd you think? How'd it go? Uh, so everything that we could control went very well. Uh, there were just some other logistical things that really had nothing to do with with us, maybe volunteers or or whatever not being at the right place at the right time. Uh, you know, times where maybe. Uh, electrical issues or you know lighting issues things like that but once once kind of it was go time we were good to go and it really went exceedingly well uh, I love to really one of the things that I told our team yellow brick events that helped us put on the event on the event planning side is I said I did all of the work over the last year so that once we get there I can just kind of enjoy it I don't want to be answering questions. Uh, making decisions then, unless it's just absolutely necessary. I want to be out in the the seats, and uh, and so it's really cool to you know to come out, listen to the guys preach. Y'all Spanish uh, service pastor Israel Villalobos did a phenomenal job. He was so nervous though, and uh, <laughs> in the green room, homeboy was out there like stretching as if he was about to go on the field, and uh, and I was like, bro, what are you doing? He said. I don't know. I'm just nervous. And, uh, and he did such a good, good job. And, uh, and really going from uh, beginning to end of our slate of preachers, there wasn't a bad sermon in the bunch. And obviously there's stronger, you know, preachers or orators, that kind of deal. But, but man, all of them were faithful and, and walking through Colossians uh, was just a great experience for, for all of us, I believe, and those that were there. And uh, I think our high attendance, uh, except for the vote side of things, uh, was I think 5,500. And, uh, so, so pretty cool on that end. And I forgot to turn off my ringer, man. We we're doing this last minute. Cause you're going to Sherman. Yeah, no. so, what are you uh, going to do? What are you going to do? I got to speak at a camp this week. I'm not going to edit that out. We're just going to oh, roll, no, roll with it. Roll with it. Matt yeah. is terrible person, but, yeah, but yeah, so, so that was really cool. And, uh, I was, I was pretty pumped by that. Uh, there was no controversy at all. Um, None. I didn't, so I didn't see any controversy. I saw no conference. controversy whatsoever. Until I certainly first, didn't stir me up on Twitter. No, no, I certainly did not. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was all controversy free uh, until the election time. And uh, as has been made 
very clear. You know, we we made it crystal clear and and much like every other year of the pastors conference that yeah, pastors yeah. only could uh, could vote and so forth. I know last year it was even more narrow with uh, SBC with senior pastors. pastors only, yeah. but we went back to the most commonly used voting eligibility, made that crystal clear. And yet there were plenty of people online from a certain particular persuasion uh, that were calling on people to vote anyway. There's If you know about Robert's Rules of Order, you can yeah, vote. You, they don't do nothing. Just just vote. Who cares? And so who cares about integrity? You, you stand up there and, and we had the standing vote first and made it crystal clear again that these are for SBC pastors only. And uh, if you wanted to vote for Bodie Bauckham, then suddenly I realized that we really do have a problem in the SBC with female pastors. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, they all want Bodie Bauckham to win. I'm like, man. And, and it was so shocking to me. But but anyway, and there's there's like some arguments there in the front. Like, are you really a pastor? You know, I was sent by that guy. Yeah. I so was sitting beside him. It was getting a little tense. So I just kind of let it sit and, and let these people I was praying for you, man. think about what they were doing. Uh, but but anyway, we went on to, to Daniel. And the three of us on the stage, actually, from, from our vantage point, uh, could have called it for, for Daniel at that moment. Yeah. Uh, the problem was it was still close. And uh, so we went to the ballot. And uh, we had shared that along the way that those were available. And sure enough, like every announcement at church, nobody listens. And so uh, <laughs> people are running to go get their ballots. And then I had mine. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Daniel Dickard won uh, by about 100 or so, somewhere in there. Yep. And uh, we had about 59 that were disallowed, uh, 56, somewhere in there, under 60. Uh, but aside from that, man, uh, what was also nice about that is that meant that there was a bit of a delay. And uh, so we could still come back for that final uh, gathering and uh, hopefully encourage people to hear Al Jackson, who closed it out and did a phenomenal job, and then uh, do the giving for Mission Dignity and raised about 12000 just that wow. alone. And so totaling right now about $28,000 uh, for Mission Dignity. We're That's right fantastic. there, 2000 below. And uh, I'd love to get that 30,000 mark because that was a goal of ours and, and why we worked so hard on the fundraising side. So that yeah. those that came, we weren't asking them to pay on something that was happening right then, but something that could kind of go forward. And uh, so aside from that drama that was really unnecessary and certainly lacked integrity and so forth, uh, it, it really went well. And I think most people look back at it, especially those that were part of it from the beginning, and can say God was certainly glorified. Christ was preached faithfully. And, uh, and, and it was just a blast to see guys from churches of 50 all the way up to almost 3,000 mm. uh, rural, city, suburban, uh, older, younger, you know, one, our, our youngest, and not in terms of age, but in terms of like tenure. Uh, was Matthew Mueller. I think he's about a year and a half or two years into ministry. And then we've got Al Jackson on the opposite end uh, from Auburn, Alabama. I know you don't like that word whatsoever, but Auburn, Alabama, he's, that, uh, he's retiring after like 42 or 43 years at his church. And so it was really neat to see the breadth of the experience level and context and so forth. Certainly the most diverse slate that we have ever had uh, from the ethnicity side, from the context side, all of that, yet all just making their way verse by verse through scripture. And uh, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, my kind of highlight of the moment was uh, was a time where we brought uh, a buddy of mine from Roswell, uh, Aaron Collier and his wife, 
we had been playing phone tag for about two months. Like he would call, I would miss, I'd call back, he would miss, and, and we just couldn't connect. And what he had wanted to tell me all along was that his wife had been diagnosed with breast cancer. And so I found that out during the conference and uh, it just stayed with me the whole time and couldn't really shake it. And, uh, and so at the end we had some time and before a little hymn sing, and I just reached out to them and say, Hey, could we, we've got, you know, four or 5,000 people here. Can we pray for you? And, uh, you know, we can either have you come up or just stand or just mention it, whatever it might be. Is that okay? And, and they, they talked about it and said, yeah, we'd love to, and, and would appreciate that. But I, and, and they mentioned, like, I don't feel like we're the only ones that are struggling with something like this. And I said, I've, I've got an idea. So we brought them up with Rebecca. That gave me a chance to thank her, uh, for, for everything she put up with. She didn't do anything necessarily for the conference. But <laughs> she did a whole lot for the conference by simply keeping the house running and all that. Kind right. of stuff. So I got to thank her and, uh, and she's really close with Krista. And, uh, and so we brought them up and shared what was going on. And, and then I just made the point there, they're not alone in feeling like they're in an unwinnable situation at home or, or at, you know, with finances, church, health, whatever it might be. And so if you are like them and in this situation, like stand up. And so we had people standing up yeah. all over the convention area and people just surrounded them and prayed for them, laid hands on them. Uh, you know, whatever. And then people that didn't have anybody around them standing, they just kind of prayed with their arms uh, held towards us and uh, got to pray for them, then do the hymn sing. And, and it was just a sweet, sweet moment having everybody pray together. So it began with prayer with Robbie Gallaty, ended with prayer, uh, really pumped by that. Um, so I couldn't be more pleased, uh, one, that it's over. And I will never, <laughs> ever have to do that again. And then so I nominate two, you next year. So well. It, it could not have gone better. Yeah. Well done, man. It was a great conference. We enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I, I only went because I heard Al Jackson. I thought you had a country singer. I said, oh, wow. That's going to be a great concert. And no, we had a great time. We immensely enjoyed it. Uh, we were proud to support it in a very, very, very small way. And, uh, and of course, uh, Lindsay guys, Israel, who did a, a great job. And everybody I've talked to uh, really enjoyed the pastor's conference. So well done putting on a, a, a great pastor's conference and uh, putting up the nonsense that went with it. But it was a great week. And then we jumped right over to Tuesday, right? Yeah. Ultimately, we uh, saw a meeting that had 8,133 messengers. Uh, there were 2,856 registered guests. I don't know what. What's wrong with those people that they wouldn't want to come watch this spectacle? Um, one thousand exactly who it was, but anyway, <laughs> I know who a few of them were. One thousand five hundred fifty-four exhibitors. So we had a total of twelve thousand five hundred forty-three people at the twenty twenty-two SBC annual meeting in Anaheim. And uh, Nate Brooks has got a great thread on Twitter. You can hop over there, check that out. Baptist Press has got an article, great recaps there. Matt, what were maybe some of the high points for you? Uh, for I, I would say this, I'm assuming you said this, I would say it was a very successful annual meeting. Yeah. Uh, short, just highlights, because I know you got to get up to to Sherman, because uh, you're a big dog preaching up there, and, and proud of you yeah, for so that. Preach a center uh, kid, I'm a, I'm a real big deal. I know, big deal, big deal, Cornut. Uh, and I hope you open it up with, hello, friends, we're so glad you're here. Uh, but, but yeah, so a few highlights. One, of course, the weather. That was just phenomenal. <laughs> I just can't get over it. I think that's why there's so many people there. I would, I've applied for 20 those, churches in Anaheim. None of them have open positions. I I've just sent my resume. Y'all looking for somebody? They filled, they filled Saddleback. And uh, so, you oh, know, well, can't go there. I didn't but, get that one. But, yeah. Anyway, um, 
And and hey, was it uh, Las Vegas that was number two for attendance? Or, yeah, that city is unreal. I couldn't but believe again, that. Las Vegas is a million degrees. Yeah. So I mean, they're not going very far. So let's just go right well, over. Let's go to Anaheim. Uh, so obviously, a highlight for me would be Bart Barber elected president. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it's a it, it's a really somewhat unprecedented. Uh, I don't know how many times we've had a non-megachurch uh, pastor as a president. I know the last 20 years. On, on VP and, and, you know, two VP, that kind of deal. Certainly we've had some of those because even he was, I think, at one point. But um, the last 20 years, for sure, we haven't had that. And, uh, and so pastoring a church of 300 some odd people, uh, you know, in rural Texas, uh, it's slowly not becoming rural, just with population growth, but it's still that is an unprecedented thing in at least the last uh, couple of decades. And so I was pleased with that. Um, another thing is that we uh, approved the sex abuse yep. uh, task force. Uh, I think with pretty uncontroversially, very. And, yeah, and I was very again, surprised with that. We've said this a time and time again: is going into it, you're preparing for like civil war. <laughs> And, yes. and you just know that it's coming because of social media and so forth. And you get there. And yes, like I think, was it McCarty that said the line, like, guys, the mic is not your blog. Or yeah, yeah. He's like, not your blog. Yep. And I'm like, bro, like, thank you. Because that's what it seemed like. Some of the same people that yeah. were swirling up things on. They online. were trying to force resolutions that got rejected into resolutions that were accepted. There were some. There were some shenanigans that took place. Yeah, for sure. And and one of the times that was frustrating to me was Luke Holmes had just a money resolution. I can right. tell you. Oh, rural churches, yeah. We, we wrote it last year. <laughs> and yeah. So uh, he put it up again, and Kyle and I said, you know, why don't you roll with it? You know, I've got so much with the Pastors Conference, that kind of deal. Kyle obviously is working with them. Uh, so so you just roll with it. And, uh, and so I was so pleased to see it come out. And then immediately – Somebody's trying to politicize it. And and I just loved the the answer one that he gave. Yeah. And uh and so I'm really pleased with that. So I, I looked at Luke afterward and said, Luke, man, you did a great job responding. He goes, I don't know what I just said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, That was all Jesus. I don't know what I just said. I said, Well, it was good. Jesus or a burrito, <laughs> but whatever it was, it was, <laughs> it was strong. And so the the task force report being implemented and and so forth. Uh and and key with that is that we elected Bart Barber. And, yeah. uh, and so he's going to be the one that's implementing overwhelmingly, stuff. overwhelmingly and, 60 to 40%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so we had that crossover. I didn't participate in, in this, but they had 547 salvations. Uh, always a highlight of course is going to be the IMB sending celebration. Uh, I was, I was actually able to go to the lunch and the dinner on Monday, uh, during the pastor's conference, I slipped out. I literally ate and left. Like I said, yeah. I love you guys. Got to go. And uh, so I missed all of the content. I got to hear a little bit of Tim Hawkins. He uh, was like, hysterical. Yes. And usually is very inappropriately. So, but yes, it was a wonderful. little bit at times. A yes. Bit, a little bit. Uh, the CP allocation, of course, giving is still above budget. Uh, Litton again with the gospel, uh, the yeah. center of it all, Jesus, the center of it all. Uh, that was another highlight for me was we proclaim him, Jesus, the center of all, just seeing it up on the, mm -hmm. uh, the convention center of how we were united, even in our themes and so forth, uh, to, to bring us back to that resolutions, as you mentioned, uh, the, uh, the collegiate ministries with Nam. 
we we saw a strong affirmation of the ERLC yeah. uh, and friend overwhelming. I, I'm pumped that Todd Unzicker is going to be the convention preacher next year, even oh, though you will job. get up there and nominate me to run against. But since he was the guy, I'm okay with it. I, I couldn't I, do it against Todd. Todd's a friend of the show. Come the on the show. Like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> like, I love Todd. He's a great preacher, going to do a fantastic job. And and I do, do uh, look forward to that. Uh, but guys, y'all need to plan now for New Orleans. Dollars. We need to be in New Orleans. One, the food is phenomenal. I would yes. put New Orleans food against any area of the country uh, for variety and deliciousness. Culture, I would put that above any place in the country. It's going to be a phenomenal time. And I think that New Orleans Seminary is going to roll out the red carpet or maybe the purple and green and gold, probably, probably. you know, yeah. a little more Mardi Gras. Carpet. We'll have our own Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah. I, I told Bart, can we put Mardi Gras beads in the uh, theme for the uh, annual not. meeting? He said, absolutely not. But you can not. put a cow. So I've got to Bada figure boom. out how to work a cow into the logo. Uh, so so anyway, be praying for Bart. Be planning right, right now. Uh, and, and if anything, start saving, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks a month so that yep. when it comes time for the annual meeting, you're not like, oh, no, I've got to spend, you know, go ask your church. Go ahead yeah. ask your church. I want to go. Can we budget for this? Can we yeah. make it? Ask your church to help you do that. Yeah. Uh, great, great, great annual meeting. Um, I had an interesting moment where I'm sitting at mic three, most of the time by you and Rebecca, um, but you were about to nominate uh your friend bart barber and um i'm sitting there and rebecca i think was going to get me a pin because they do these cool like disney pins for the sbc this year so uh, this gentleman sits next to me and he goes hi i'm rick what's your name and i turn to look and i go Rick Warren is sitting right next to me right now. So Rick and I talked for about two, three minutes, and then he gave, he read his love letter. Whether you love Rick or whether you don't, um, I will say he was genuinely interested in who I was and where I served, and let me know they'd be praying for me. And so that was a neat moment uh, that happened there. Don't you you think, Matt? I do do agree. Uh, It's six minutes, man, and it was long. Long. He genuinely loves the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, definitely. I think we differ on some significant points. Certainly. Uh, and uh, and I think that was pretty clear. I will say that timing-wise, uh, doing the nomination for BART literally moments after that was maybe not the best for me, at least. <laughs> uh, but uh, he he has taken an interest in, in us, and the pastor's conference had committed uh, just about weekly, checking in on seeing how things are going. He's praying for us. He does care, and he does care about younger pastors, especially just pouring into them, seeing how they're doing, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, and so I appreciate that. Uh, doctrinal differences aside, he he is a faithful man of of God that we have some yeah. significant differences with. Uh, but I, I think his his love is certainly evident as as you got to uh, to see as Definitely. well. Definitely, yeah, certainly don't agree with Rick on a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think he loves our convention. I think he loves Jesus, and we may just have a different way of seeing that. But I, I don't think he is evil. The uh, the final highlight, and it might be at the top. The final highlight for me was back on the pastor's conference, or it was during the annual meeting, but it was after, right after the pastor's conference. Israel is in front of us, and Steve Gaines walks over. He was to our left, and he yeah. walks over, grabs Israel on the shoulder, and says, brother, that was a phenomenal 
message. Great job with the pastor's conference. And Israel, like, you know, thank you, thank you. And then he walks back to his seat. Nothing happens for a moment. And I look over to you and I'm like, Derek, he doesn't have a clue. Who <laughs> and so you tap him on the shoulders. Like, do you know who that was? And he's like, no, no idea. And he said, <laughs> he gains. And he's like, who's that? Who? <laughs> so, had no idea that one of the, you know, most prominent pulpits, certainly Bellevue, former, uh, SBC Baptist, president. Fourth, former SBC president, and had been in just about the entire pastor's conference, heard all of it. And, yeah, and he sure was. A lot of encouragement. And, uh, and I loved seeing that. He really took an interest in it. But he also was trying to encourage a guy that he knew was, was he was preaching out of his element. Uh, yeah. how, how many does Israel normally preach to? Uh, 40 to 50 on a Sunday. 40 to 50 in Spanish. Yeah. He's in not, front not in English. Yeah. Thousands in English and, uh, and did a great, great job. I was yeah. so proud of him. And, uh, and I know you were too. So. I was very proud. That was hilarious that he, as Israel is starting to get more interested and involved in SBC life since I've been here. So that was great. Um, one highlight for me was some of our listeners uh, came up to me and said they listened to the podcast. Uh, in fact, I was in line at a Mickey Mouse character breakfast. Don't tell the Baptist, but we were going to see Mickey. And the guy looked at me and said, are you Jared from the Pilot Podcast? We talked for a while, but um, at the, at the uh, sim lunch, somebody turned around and goes, I know that voice. Hello, friend. And uh, introduced himself to me, but probably 10 or 15 people um, came up. Hey, we love the podcast. That was a huge highlight. I always love seeing, we don't have fans, but people who just listen because they love Southern Mexican you like we love it um a lot a lot of high, i love that bart got elected obviously i love the support the unity around the convention the resolutions were strong um I, it, for me it was hard to say the convention couldn't have gone much better i, I was disappointed the greenway motion failed uh on uh strengthening the credentials committee and i think it failed because people just didn't understand what dr greenway was trying to communicate i hope that will come back up in New Orleans yeah. to give the uh, credentials committee the teeth they need to actually do what they've been tasked to do. But outside of that, I mean, Juan Sanchez's convention sermon, I thought was great. Dr. Linton's address uh, was great. You could tell he was done. There were several roll tides from the uh, stage, so you can't go wrong with that. No, you. Um, were, that was when I heard you start speaking in tongues. You were so happy. Just You started <laughs> Praising the Lord in an unknown language. I was That's so right. Uh, and, you know, I went to the Southeastern lunch. I know you all had steak over the Southwestern lunch, uh, but it was great to hear updates from my seminary. I went to the For the Church uh, uh, mini conference they do, and we heard from several great Azale and uh, Moeller and a bunch of guys over there, Dr. Allen, and that was fantastic. Uh, and, you know, one of the best things with the Southern Baptist Convention is, is nobody's that important. When yeah. I was in line to register, Adam Greenway was right next to me registering in line. I looked at him and said, Dr. Greenway, even presence had to register. And Matt, right where we were sitting, voting, just like we were, was Dr. Moeller, Dr. Allen, and Dr. Greenway, all we right there. The, we were in like the seminary corner. <laughs> we were in the like, seminary corner. So they were all kind of right there together. Uh, and Robin Hathaway, who ran yeah. for SBC president, was right there. And it's just so neat to see we all have an equal voice. Nobody's more – do certain voices carry more weight? When Al Moeller gets to the mic and speaks, well, certainly. But all of us in the room doing that, I thought it was a successful meeting. I'm looking forward to New Orleans. I walked away this year different than I walked away from Nashville. I felt like we were more on a uh, page together. So hundred percent. Anything because else, Matt? Every, yeah, I, I was going to say that that United side is yes. There's obviously some disagreements out there, uh, but it's a very vocal. Yeah. Uh, Loud minority. Small minority. 
And and we saw and the way you keep them a minority after vote. Yeah, and the way you keep a minority, you keep showing up and voting. I mean, I think the convention has showed what they believe. Yeah, we believe in the direction. We just commissioned fifty-two new missionaries. We've planted more churches since twenty ten than we've ever done. Uh, Annie Armstrong is up. Lonnie Moon is up. CP is up. I think the average Southern Baptist. Do we agree with everything? No, certainly not. Are there things that I would do differently? Certainly there are. But the overall direction of our convention, which is conservative, which is uh, holding fast to what it means to be a pastor on the inerrancy of Scripture, the infallibility of Scripture, uh, we can believe in that and send missionaries and plant churches and train up pastors. Yep. And so I'm excited to be Southern Baptist. I'm excited for New Orleans, and hopefully it will be uncontroversial and I can enjoy beignets and coffee the whole week. That, that should probably just suffice for our Southern culture. Topic. Oh, yeah. Really oh, easy. Both looking forward to that and yeah. some chicory coffee. You can catch Matt and I at Cafe Dumont the entire convention. Okay. There's yeah. been other meetings at Cafe Dumont in SBC there history, has. but this will just be. There won't be anything sketched on No, they'll come sit down and eat with us for eat sure. And get fat, baby. And yeah, so I'd... pray for Bart. Pray for yes. Daniel. Daniel is taking on the pastor's conference as another. Uh, he, his church was a little bigger uh, than, than May Hill was, certainly. Uh, but but still a normal sized church. So pray for him. That's a yep. big task, and uh, and he's got a good team that he's circling around him. Pray for Bart, uh, and then make plans to be there in June in New Orleans. And come hungry because there's going to be some good good eating to be had. So start preparing now for the 2023 SBC annual meeting in uh, New Orleans. Ask your church to support you. Go back, read, and recap and see everything that's happened uh, this past time. Join us next time here at the Pilot Podcast. Same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. And as always, stay Baptist, I mean Baptist. Well, my gosh. (laughs) Catch you next time, guys.